Coming up, the Grizzlies can do no wrong as their streak continues and the Hawks take down Luka and the Mavs. This is Locked On Game to Game NBA. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You are listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA local experts joining us to go over the biggest stories on the hardwood. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Grizzlies were going for their 11th straight win on Wednesday night, and they got it done in dramatic fashion. A tip-in by Steven Adams and a block from Dylan Brooks on the potential game winner for Cleveland. Just a couple of the highlights, Locked On Cavs and Locked On Grizzlies. Join us with a full recap of the best game of the night. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Evan Damerell here, co-host of Locked On Cavs, bringing you a Locked On Now Cavaliers Wednesday night loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. To be fair to Cleveland, they're one of the worst road teams in the league, and the Grizzlies are one of the hottest teams in the league and also flat-out dominated home. But Cleveland was in this one until the very end, and they lose on a heartbreaking second-chance opportunity from Steven Adams. But let's just go down the scoring list real quick. Karis LeVert was a big standout with 23 points. Isaac Okoro was 4-4 from three-point range, which was something that everyone was expecting. But Darius Garland, by and far, was the offensive engine for this team. And had 24 points 14 assists and put the team on his back and somewhat outplayed John Morant all throughout this game in Jaws house nonetheless this game is even more impressive just considering that Cleveland is one not a good road team two there's no Donovan Mitchell out there and Mitchell could be out for a while but the Cavs looked very comfortable and if you want to hear more about it check out tomorrow's episode of Locked On Cavs where we talk all about how fans shouldn't be too concerned with Cleveland losing this game because they're showing signs of growth and look like they're learning how to win in tight situations. The Memphis Grizzlies knocked off the Cleveland Cavaliers on Wednesday night, and it was a big win with big performances from the three big Grizzlies players. But as you've heard on Lockdown Grizzlies a time or two, it was the other two starters who played the largest roles when the Grizzlies needed the most. I'm Joe Molinax of Lockdown Grizzlies, and my co-host, Michael Cole, kindly reminds me every once in a while as I wax nostalgic about Morant and Bain and Jackson Jr. that Stephen Adams and Dylan Brooks can ball as well, and I never disagree with DeMichael. Of course, those two are excellent basketball players, but when the Memphis Grizzlies needed them most, needed a play to be made, on the offensive end, Stephen Adams doing what he does best, offensive rebounding, put back bucket to put Memphis in front of a very game and very impressive Cleveland Cavaliers team. And then the final play of the game, a big block of a Darius Garland three-point shot from Dylan Brooks. Two veteran players made for the moment, leading Memphis to an 11-game now winning. New Orleans had no answer for Bam Adebayo in the paint last night as Miami's big dominated Locked on Heat and Locked on Pelicans. Join us with all of the details postgame. A dominant wire-to-wire effort in which one Heat player highlighted his all-star case. I'm Wes Goldberg of Locked on Heat. Bam Adebayo scored 26 points on 11 of 15 shooting in a dominant performance as the Heat beat the Pelicans 124-98. to Bam hasn't been among the top vote-getters on the all-star fan vote returns, but he should still land on an all-star team when it's all said and done. In addition to his world-class defense, what's separating Bam this season is the fact that he's leading the NBA in scoring in the paint. That was something on display again tonight in which Bam scored 22 of his 26 points in the paint. The Heat overall outscored the Pelicans, still without Zion and Brandon Ingram, 64-48 to in the paint. The Heat shot 53.2% overall, scoring 24 points off of turnovers. This was a night 
in which Miami's defense fed their offense. And again, it all started with Bam Adebayo in the middle. This win brings the Heat to 25-21 and 21 on the season, tied with the Knicks for sixth place in the Eastern Conference. For more on tonight's dominant win and Bam's all-star case, check out Locked on Heat on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. No Zion Williamson, no Brandon Ingram, and you often hear me say no problems, but in the Pelicans' 124-98 loss to the Miami Heat, there were big problems. I'm Jake Madison, host of Locked On Pelicans and Locked On NBA. While the Pelicans have been treading water for a while without their two stars, they finally hit a wall Wednesday night, scoring just 98 points. You have 48 points missing, plus their best defensive player in Herb Jones. That's going to hurt, yes. But the Pelicans' depth has stepped up against subpar teams, However, against good defenses, they just aren't at that level. It's not a knock on them. It's just a reality of the situation. They're role players going against starters. We've seen this building for a little while now, and CJ McCollum has been playing at an all-star level, doing a good job of holding it down. But outside of one or two tweaks, I'm not sure there's many answers while the team is this injured. New Orleans just needs to hope one or both of Zion and Brandon Ingram get back soon. A triple-double from the MVP is hard to combat, and Minnesota could not hold on to their lead late on the road. Locked on Timberwolves goes over what went wrong in Denver. A disappointing loss in Denver for the Timberwolves as they fall by four on Wednesday night. I'm Ben Beacon, host of the Locked on Wolves podcast. Nikola Jokic had another triple-double as the Denver Nuggets pulled away from the Wolves in the fourth quarter. Minnesota led by five with under three minutes to play after a D'Angelo Russell three-pointer but the Nuggets closed the game in a 9-0 run as the Wolves turned it over a couple times, hit the side of the backboard on a corner three, had just generally very sloppy possessions, lost the coach's challenge that would have potentially given them possession with under 30 seconds to play, only down two, but then were out of timeouts, unable to advance the ball, and got uh, had a terrible final possession as well. Jade McDaniels is really good for the Wolves, 18 points on 10 shots, fantastic defense on the perimeter for the Wolves, and Kyle Anderson almost got another triple-double himself. Uh, there were a lot of good things in this game for the Wolves. They led for most of the game and just fell short in the fourth quarter due to lack of execution. We're going to cover it all in the postgame podcast. Subscribe to Lockdown Wolves for all things Timberwolves. A big win for Atlanta last night over Dallas. They gets their team back above 500 while the Mavs are still trying to search for some answers on defense right now. Locked on hosts from both teams. Join us with the details. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Rowland, and the Atlanta Hawks have now won four games in a row for the first time all season. The Hawks went into Dallas on this Wednesday evening, picked up a 130-122 to win. The Hawks were fantastic on offense in this game. It was balanced with seven players in double figures. Jonathan Murray had 30 points. He shot the lights out in this game. Trey Young was very good as a distributor with 12 assists, and the Hawks just shot the ball very well really throughout the game. And defensively, there were some issues along the way. Luka Doncic had a big game for Dallas, but the Hawks had enough plays down the stretch, Murray in particular, making big shots, and the Hawks escape with a nice road win. And again, four games in a row. The vibes are improving in Atlanta, despite all the off-court turmoil. And the Hawks are now, for the first time in about a month, over 500 again at 23 and 22 on the season. We'll have full coverage of this game and more on the Hawks podcast. Dallas Mavericks fall to the Atlanta Hawks, but they get some wings back, and it's starting to look like basketball again. Nick Angstead from the Lockdown Mavericks podcast here, and no defense was played in this game. None at all. There was no defense played neither way. The Mavs played defense for like a five-minute stretch in the third quarter, went on a 10-0 run, 15-3 run, and ended up getting a 10-point lead, and then just gave it all right back because they couldn't get stops, and as soon as their shots stopped falling, they couldn't get anything else to go. And in the fourth quarter, the Mavericks attacked the basket one time. 
one time in the entire fourth quarter, Luka Doncic drove and attacked the basket, was able to score. Other than that, they were just chucking up threes, chucking up shots here and there. It just wasn't going to work for the Dallas Mavericks. But Josh Green, Dorian Finney-Smith make their return. Josh Green had some great minutes in the first half. Dorian Finney-Smith played excellently in this game. Nine points, eight boards, three assists. And Trey Young was really held in check. He was only able to take a couple of shots here and there. Wasn't able to take a ton of threes at all. A great showing for those wings. Dallas Mavericks fall, but it's looking better going forward. Coming up, the Wizards lead from wire to wire in NYC. This is Locked On Game to Game, NBA. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Built Bar. They are the best tasting protein bars on the market, probably because they're made with 100% real chocolate and they come in dozens of different flavors. Personally, I like the puffs. Those are made with the protein-infused marshmallow. Pretty much every flavor is great, so you can't go wrong there. But whatever you want to try out, just head over to Built.com. You can use our promo code LOCKED15. That gets you 15% off of your order. So just put in that promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order at Built.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Bradley Beal back on the hardwood, and that equated to a win for the Wiz at Madison Square Garden. Locked On Knicks and Locked On Wizards have everything you need to know from both sides. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott from Locked On Wizards again. The Washington Wizards get a much-needed win in Madison Square Garden against the New York Knicks tonight, 116-105. to 105. So how did the Wizards come away with a victory? Well, Bradley Bill comes back from injury, and the solid three of Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma, and Christoph Porzingis showed out tonight. Christoph, uh, rather, Kyle Kuzma led the way with 25 points, 12 rebounds, and 7 assists with a double-double. Christopher Zing is a double-double with 22 points, 10 rebounds. And Bradley Bill, fresh from a hamstring injury, 18 points, shooting 7 from 11 from the field. But what are the factors? Well, ball movement was fluid. They had 28 assists tonight. And three-point shooting was a much-improved tonight, shooting 38% from behind the arc. Ball movement and team basketball was a recipe tonight. So it was a much-needed win, and let's keep the ball going as we try to climb towards 500. Thank you, everybody, and have a good night. The New York Knicks fall 116 to 105 to the Washington Wizards. The culprit tonight, pretty evident dead legs. Julius Randle shoots just six for 17 from the field and looked nothing like the guy that essentially certified himself as an all star the last month and a half instead of feasting off of dunks and three pointers as he had over the last 20 games or so. Randall mostly settled for contested mid-range jumpers, looked a step slow on defense, and generally more like the guy we saw earlier this season. On top of that, the Knicks were badly outclassed from three-point range, only had 14 assists compared to the Wizards' 28. This looked like a team that has finally let go of the rope after doing such a good job from fighting back from a poor start to the season. I look to rebuild their momentum later this week, but until then, Gavin Shaw locked on Knicks. The Clippers are short-staffed. They're struggling right now. That continued yesterday. Utah taking advantage. Locked on Jazz goes over all the positives after the win against the Clips. The Utah Jazz went on a 9-0 run to start seven of them from Lowry Markin and never looked back in a wire-to-wire win over the shorthanded Los Angeles Clippers. David Locke of Locked On Jazz with you. The Jazz are now 500 on the season and tied for sixth in the Western Conference after a 126-103 win over the Clippers. Lowry Markin returned from missing two games and had 34 points, 12 rebounds, two blocks, and a 
Zubak poster that he'll now have on his house, along with his finisher posters that the Jazz have submitted for his All-Star campaign. The Jazz win this one. Walker Kessler starts again, 13 points and 11 rebounds, another double-double. But the hidden story of the night is that Mike Conley has not committed a turnover in three straight games over 90 minutes of basketball as the Jazz point guard. Conley tonight had nine assists and 29 minutes of action to go along with his 17 points. Jazz roll easily, 126-103 over the Clippers. A huge third quarter for OKC put things out of reach for the Pacers early in the second half last night. Locked on Pacers and Locked on Thunder. Join us with more. That is five losses in a row for the Indiana Pacers who cannot find a way to win without Tyrese Halbert. And I'm Tony East, the host of Locked on Pacers, here to talk to you about the Pacers side of their 126-106 loss to the Thunder. This game was over before it started. 17-1. Three and a half minutes into the game, the Thunder were leading. From that point on, basically an even game. Thunder win by four over the remaining 45 minutes. But the start was so bad that the Pacers never even had a chance despite a solid run in the second quarter. They couldn't get it done. Their starts have been awful, and they have had a really crummy stretch of play without Tyrese Halbert. And they once again turned it over a bunch 23 times in this game. They didn't shoot the ball quite well enough. They cannot generate consistent enough play without their all-star available to play for them. And it cost them again in this game against OKC. We'll break down this loss where the Pacers miss Halbert and how they can adjust on the Locked On Pacers podcast. The Oklahoma City Thunder get their fourth straight win, this time over the Indiana Pacers. Despite people thinking it would be a trap game, the Thunder took care of business for their first time at home in over 10 days. They head west now to take on a tough West Coast swing. But before that, Kenrich Williams is doing more than just hustling. He's playing absolute incredible offense, scoring a career high at all three levels. And in this one, Shea and Giddy continue to dominate. And Lou Dort continues to find his shooting stroke. Can the Thunder actually make the playoffs? We'll talk about that on Locked on Thunder. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NBA. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Now make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NBA and your favorite team's Locked On podcast here on YouTube and wherever else to get your podcasts from. I'm Kanani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.